0: The races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of the show already. You can get involved by calling 888-7753, 773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, The biblical question for this week. The biblical question, did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? What an amazing question. Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on Jesse Lee com slash show. Jesse Lee com slash show. And you can listen to the show on your iPhone, iPad, or iPad by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live anywhere in the world. Anywhere. At 641 793 1500. That's 641-793-1500. And don't forget to hit the like button, ring the bell, uh, follow us, JLP Talk on Twitter, and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. It's Friday. It's getting off your chest day. It is. Whatever, whatever is on your mind, express yourself Friday.
1: You, Tom, like a mug. You need to go to go
0: to go to go and get yourself bleached because everything you say about black people and
1: you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, It might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. Ah!
2: I wonder if he's been smoking pot. We see American white people are, are going crazy. They're going, they're resorting to violence. This is
1: literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent.
3: This is fine. I don't think it's our responsibility to be tasked with destroying and dismantling the uh, racial oppression that's against us. As you can
4: see behind me, everything is now fine. Uh, Ignore the smoke, that's just from the recent explosion, because as I say, everything is fine now.
3: This morning, the FBI investigating an unruly passenger. Violently attacked a teacher when she took away his Nintendo Switch. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding currently white people deputizing themselves in some position of authority to have jurisdiction over their life when they need to mind their blanking business
0: you want answers? I think I'm entitled you want answers! I want the truth you can't handle the truth 47% of black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to be white Uh, that's a hate group and I don't want to have anything to do with them the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. The only outcome is I I get called a racist. The most helpful thing I can do is to say I'm not going to help. Do you understand that? (laughs) Amazing. That's what love is. Back off. It's all ego anyway. It's not going to help. People, God won't even help you if you don't let Him help, if you don't give up and cry out. You just let yourself. You suffer. He'll get up in the morning and then you go and wake up His Son, Jesus, and say, You know what? I'm about to turn this TV on and look at the world go around. Why don't you run over there, over there to the coffee shop and get me a little coffee? And I think I have a donut with it today and Jesus alright alright daddy uh, and he rode over to the coffee shop and get some coffee and nice little donut and they come back home and they turn the TV on and just watch human beings suffer unnecessarily just watch you suffer Oh, uh, Lord have mercy. You went down there and you died from those folks, and look at them. They don't even know that they're free. they free and they don't know it. They live as slaves in their own minds, worshiping the devil, thinking that they're worshiping me. What a sad way to live. When I turn on my TV and I look at the world, it fills me with sorrow children today gonna suffer tomorrow what a shame you are really free and don't know it can you imagine that you are free and yet you're not free because you're enslaved to imagination you live behind the wall of thoughts and you worship your devil the of the thoughts And you call it Jesus in the name. What a shame. And I have something else that is a doggone shame. I'd be doggone if I wouldn't work all day, baby. And I'd be doggone if I wouldn't bring you my pay, baby. But if I ever caught you running around, spending my money all over this town, I said I wouldn't be doggone, I'll be long gone. (laughs) You heard that? That one I have. Oh, you have heard that? Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) I'll be long gone. I remember... When I first moved to L.A., well, not when I first moved, but when I turned—I moved here at 18, and I bought my first house at 25. And at that time, I had no money to get the house with. So you needed like a down payment, (laughs) and I didn't know it. But it was my birthday, and I had been taught growing up that at 25, you should—a man should buy his home. He should go get a job, save some money— and at 25, because at 25, I wanted to get married and start a family, right? That was in my mind. So at 25, I turned 25 on, in May. And I woke up that morning and I thought to myself, I am 25 years old. I got to buy a house. What the? But I have having the money for a down payment. I had a job, but no money. And so, but I knew I had to get a house because I had been taught that a man should buy a house at 25 and start a family at that age if you wanted to have a family. And so I got up, and I went and introduced myself because I knew no realtors, right? So I introduced myself to a real estate woman. Happened to be a woman. What the? And I said, you know what? I'm 25 years old, and I got to buy a house. She's like, oh, okay. How much money you have to put down on it? I'm like I have no money to put down on it. I just know I need to get one. <laughs> She's like, "What the?" And so she said, "Okay. What I'll do is just I'll find we'll show you around, show you some houses. And um so she would call me up and take me around and show me different houses. And one day, so I saw you know a few of them. And one day I walked into this uh, house this house that I finally got. And when I walked in, I knew it was mine. And I wasn't like not aware that I was conscious of anything. And I, you know, I was one of those Bible-thumping Christians, even though I didn't thump the Bible, but I would read the Bible. So I wasn't thinking that way at all. But I knew that the house was for me. It was an amazing neighborhood, big living room with a fireplace, Yes, Tony from California. It had a fireplace. And then I, uh, even, even the house I grew up in in Alabama had a fireplace. What the? But um, it had two, it had a big living room, big dining room, nice kitchen, dryer in the house, washer dry area, two bedroom, two and a half bath, and a nice backyard with a guest home and a two car garage. I'm like, this is my house. All the other homes, I did not feel that way about when I walked into them. And just, I knew they were not mine. It wasn't meant to me. So I said, this is it. This is my house. I want this house. She's like, okay. Let me talk to the owners and see what we can do. And so she contacted the owners and she got back to me after she worked on things with them. She's like, Jesse. Okay, the house can be yours. And all they want is for someone to take over the loan. It's an assumable loan, Assumable loan. They used to have that in America where if a person was selling a house they just wanted to get rid of it, they would let you just take over the loan, take over the payment, right? And I am like, cool. I didn't have to pay a dime down on the house. I just took over the loan. And at that time— that house was $300 a month, and that includes insurance and everything on the house. And the whole house cost $20,000. Can you imagine that? What the? And so I gave the people extra money anyway, I think like $2,000, just to say thanks. And so I moved into the house, and it was Amazing. And in one year, the house went up. And I, I ain't lying. It went for, from $20,000 to $100,000 in one year. Isn't that amazing? Things just start changing. And so it went to that, and um, it was amazing. One thing led to another. And I say all that because it's horrible for most people what's happening right now. According to the Daily Mail, L.A. homeowners are spending $150,000 on on executive protection dogs. They got to defund the police, get the police out of your life. You're paying taxes to pay them, but now you got to buy dogs. To protect your homes. Isn't that amazing? When I had a house, I ain't had no dog. Who let the dog? I have owned dogs before. I'm not saying I never had one, but it's crazy, folks. $150,000 the homeowners are spending on executive protection dogs to guard their homes after being terrified by burglaries in the crime-ridden city. This is from the L.A. Times. is this.
5: We have uh, clients that they want their dog to be as full bodyguard, uh, search properties, uh, businesses, the house. So that will change the price. But mainly our level three dogs, they're about sixty-five to $70,000 with a dog. Fuss. The puppies are chose for protection levels, they go different opticals, tests, and we start teaching them how to bite, where to bite. Unfortunately, nowadays, police, you know, they don't have enough forces. A lot of people don't know how to use gun, security cameras, alarm, or law enforcement, or security, or bodyguard uh, cannot provide the service what the canine will.
0: My house has been burglarized twice prior to me owning it. And actually, neighborhood, it's a really nice, safe neighborhood, but at the same time, it's a high-target area. Because the blacks have been told to go into the white communities. Why don't you go into their community? They've been told that over the years, and now it's happening. Then they defund the cops, so it can happen. What's wrong with the blacks? Amazing, right? You gotta pay that much money to protect your house, your home while still paying its t- taxes up the yang yang everywhere. Else. The Daily Mail is reported that Los Angeles has been Los Angeles has seen and rise in violent crime under District Attorney George Gascon. This is from Fox 11.
4: In a new documentary airing on the streaming site Fox Nation, the first part available Monday, filmmakers say the destruction of Los Angeles can be traced to George Gascon's election as district attorney. Thank you,
3: Your Honor. We have gang members committing murders, multiple murders, days shy of their 18th birthday. And he wants to not treat them as adults.
4: Critics, some in his own office, say, in essence, the liberal D.A. favors criminals over victims, a charge Gascon's consistently denied. In the new doc, a prison phone call is used as an example of how some behind bars view Gascon. A convicted murderer in a robbery gone bad says he's so happy it has reduced charges, he's going to get the name Gascon tattooed on his forehead. Another item, as Fox 11 reported weeks ago, what some worry is an open-air drug lab operating near an elementary school. D.A. Gascon introduced a new head of an expanded Bureau of Victims Services, saying this has been a long national search and is certainly not a response to the ongoing recall campaign. We asked George Gascon to talk further about these issues. Uh, he politely declined as he typically does. Uh, but he has said consistently that in his view, sentence enhancements, longer sentences, the death sentence, not a deterrent to crime. Amazing. Now, do you believe me? My
0: country is gone. It's no longer home of liberty. Sweet liberty. So now I'm wondering out loud, you know, I always ask, what's wrong with the blacks? i wonder, are these people on drugs? I want to give you an example. I wondered. I'm not saying she is, but I wondered. Are these people on drugs? Did you ever imagine that our country would be turned over to the enemies of the country to let them run it? They'll put in positions where they make laws and all that. And then they still blame the white man. Now, what Adam, Scott Adams said, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to live in a white neighborhood. Somewhere. I'm done. I can't help them. I try. They cannot be helped. I want to give you an example. Insanity. There's so many of them, but insanity. Remember that woman, Lord Lightfoot? She was the mayor of Chicago, and Chicago went to hell like Natty going off. Crime and carjacking, and the white people left. And the white folk like, I'm getting that. What the? Lord Lightfoot blamed racism and sexism for her loss. She lost the election. Blame it on the white people when all else fail. Blame it on the white people. Not that she was a loser or is a loser. She can't make anything work for the good. So they blame it on the whites. They blame it on racism. No such thing as racism. It's evil. It's good versus evil. Has nothing to do with color, nothing to do with male or female. It is good versus evil. This is from Red States. Lord Lightfoot took no personal responsibility when asked, ask by a reporter when they asked her about her loss and everything, she took no responsibility. She replied, I'm a black woman in America. It's hard on a black woman in America. (laughs) She said, I'm a black woman in America. Let's not forget. Certain folks don't support us in leadership role. I raised my hand to that. I am not in support of that at all. One zero bit, nine, nine, nine. Certain folks don't support us in leadership role. I want to play this soundbite from CBS when uh, some of you might remember when Laura Lightfoot uh, banned white people from interviewing her. Watch this from CBS.
3: Are you implying that white reporters cannot do a
2: fair job of covering you?
3: The fact that the City Hall press, Press Corps is overwhelmingly white has very little in the way of diversity, is an embarrassment. This press corps does not reflect the diversity of the city, and it makes a difference in the kinds of coverage. We are in a time where we're having a powerful and important conversation around systemic racism in every institution. I say that I'm going to mark the anniversary of my two years in office by giving exclusive one-on-ones to journalists of color, and the world loses its
0: mind. Mason, could a white mayor do that? I'm only giving interviews exclusively to white reporters. Is that called a double standard? It's nice that she's gone. You don't have to hear her voice anymore. My producer said, glad we don't have to hear that voice anymore. What the? <laughs> and I told you, black people, the blacks believe that white people are superior to them. They believe it. That's why they work overtime to try to destroy white people. Instead of learning from them, they want to destroy them. He admit the mayor of a city admit to only granting interviews for the The bloods, the people of color. Another insane example of what's wrong with the blacks is from CNN. A so-called actor by the name of Brian Creston argues that Donald Trump's campaign slogan could be viewed as racist. This is from CNN. Watch this. Oh, I, this conversation I had with, with Bill, uh, we're talking about critical race theory, and I, I think it's imperative that it's, it's taught that we look at our history much
1: the same, I think, that Germany has looked at their history in involvement in the wars, that one and two. When I, when I see the, the Make
0: America Great Again, my comment is, do you, do, you, do you accept that that could possibly be construed as a racist remark? When was it ever great in America for the African-American? I wonder if he has a black wife. What the? You think he has a black wife? Why is he speaking that way? What an insane man. Berta! Sounds like he's black. He needs to visit South Africa if he has any doubt as to what is happening in America. Ask the white folks over there, sir, they'll tell you. Well, I don't know if those people are on drugs or not, but according to this report, these people are definitely on drugs from uh, um, Growth Op. O-P, Growth Op. Did you know this? These are smart people with degrees. A piece of paper that says they are smart. And it puffs up their egos. And they feel smart. They're not smart. They're dominant or not. Do or not. But they think they're smart. Talking about being on drugs. Uh, this is from Growth Op. Op. Young therapist is most likely using magic mushrooms. Young therapist. I'm a therapist. I have a degree. I mean, your therapist not young. I'm a therapist. Y'all better be careful. Y'all go to. The th- they might be using magic mushroom. Can't you hear that now? Oh, you have HDD. I have the right medication for that. Let me just look in my bag and see. Oh, here's a little bit of uh, mushroom. <laughs> Young therapists is most likely using magic mushroom. A new study surveyed 145 therapists most identified uh, identify as white female and had doctorious degrees, whatever that is, doctoral degrees. 32 therapists responded, and 81% has it, had experience with at least one psychedelic, such as psilocybin and LSD. So your therapist might be high. What the? young therapist is most likely using magic mushrooms. A study surveyed 145 therapists, most identified as white, white female, and held doctoral degrees. 32 therapists responded, and 81% had experience with at least one psychedelic, such as psilocybin and LSD, I told you women were not created to leave folks. It's not in the nature. And psilocybin is a magic mushroom too. What the? But now y'all are going to see a therapist with a piece of paper thinking that you're talking to a smart person. And they own drugs. everybody using drugs. It's except baby Jessica's daddy. Everybody on drums. What's up, baby Jessica's daddy? What a shame. Victoria is out of Texas. Victoria, welcome to the show. You're on the air.
5: Well, good morning, bro. How are you today?
0: All this well, Victoria. Thank you for calling.
5: Well, I just have a rebuttal um, with Ron when he called earlier, and I just wanted to let you know um, that... What you say about the airline industry and the problems with it is true. I know. Now, You're I'll, right. I'll, yeah. Out here on the ranch, we have uh, two brothers that are members of the ranch, and they're building their log cabin here. They come once a month to, you know, work on their cabin. And one of them is a big monkey muck for a major airline. I won't say who it is. Right. Don't. But I won't. And we, when they come here for their week, they, um, we listen to you all the time. They're both Christian men, white men, and they love you, Jesse. <laughs> they truly, they're into the silent prayer everything, so now, and um, they were Bible thumpers. But one of the brothers works for a major, major airline. He's a big mucky muck, and he said that they have implemented that they lower the standards, they are hiring more women and people of color that are definitely not up to where it used to be. I mean, they had the highest standards for that job because it's very intense and you have to be on top of the game yeah. 100% always. And I asked him, how worried are you? And he said, they're very worried. They have been.
0: Victoria, hold on a minute. Let me take a quick break. 8887753773. Back in a moment.
2: I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I, I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old, and ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you, and I just can't even you know begin to tell you how much i really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men young men need to hear this and young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important it's vital to their lives jesse i just wanted to let you know that
0: that's amazing i mean you made my day man when i hear one soul has returned to the father it's like a thousand it's better than and gold. so god bless you man Is coming up at the top of this hour, the Hake H A K E Report dot com from nine to eleven, all right, and a.m. Pacific time, and then at at twelve noon today, check out the Father State, a brand new episode of the Father State dot TV. I spoke with Pastor Gerald Johnson, the founder and senior pastor of. Faith, culture, and church. Watch this. Next time on the fallen state, you die and went to hell. I felt my spirit come out of my body. There was a demon. It's about the spirit and not about the color. I was much that person who blamed the white man for everything. You're not a victim. It's about who God says you are and who you think you are. How do you deal with the hell in your wife? I call it heated fellowship. Anger comes from the absence of the male. You got to face your mama. There's no anger towards my mom at all. You got to face the devil all over again. Amazing. At... 12 noon today, Pacific time. And then at 4 p.m., Nick Stream, the Anchor Baby. Anchor Baby's on fire. He's on fire. So Nick stream at 4 p.m. All right. Be sure to check out our YouTube there. And um check out our merch on uh dot com slash store. Amazing merch. No such thing as racism. Amazing merch. And for personalized shout-outs, birthdays, anniversaries, encouragements, whatever it might be, go to Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, dot com, slash Jesse Lee Peterson. I do that myself. C-A-M-E-O, C-A-M-E-O, dot com, slash Jesse Lee Peterson. I want to uh, go quickly. Let me just tell you this. I mentioned the house that I bought at 25 and how – Because America was amazing then, it was so easy to get it. And I assumed the loan. I didn't even need any down payment on it, even though I gave the people a couple uh, thousand dollars just to say thanks. Um, um, Those days are behind us. I don't know if they're ever coming back again. They might, especially if we get the great white hope in there. But according to CNBC, and I have one just put this out there for you. Uh, that's why I mentioned the house and everything else. On Thursday, according to CNBC, on Thursday, the average rate on the 30 year fixed mortgage jumped back over 7%. The interest rate, 7%. Over that, according to this report. Today's monthly payment is about 50% higher compar with a year ago. Just just think I had this house I was paying three hundred dollars a month my house note. Now it's fifty percent higher compared to last year. Watch this from CNBC.
3: Rates have moved 100 basis points higher since the start of February. So if you're buying a $400,000 home with 20% down on a 30-year fixed, your monthly payment is now roughly $230 more than it would have been just a month ago. We've already seen mortgage applications from home buyers drop dramatically last week to a 28-year low. So we thought at the start of this year that the housing market was beginning a recovery. It appears that recovery has now stalled. Rising fears that inflation is not getting in check is pushing bond yields higher, as you all know, and mortgage rates right along with them. Kelly,
0: I want to remind you that one time in America, at one time in America, you were able to assume a loan on a house. Somebody was selling it. They could just let you take it over. I want my country back. What the... I know the millennials can't even imagine that, but it was that way at one time. It really was. Amazing. I want to go back to Victoria out of Texas, and Victoria was uh, sharing some proof that black people are being hired, and women in the our traffic control center, flying planes, and they are not qualified. And we have almost had, according to reports I've seen, so many near accidents. Do you think that won't eventually happen? These people are not qualified to fly planes. They were hired because they're not qualified but because they're black. And then uh, Tony, not Tony, what that mean? Ron, I think, from somewhere, said, oh no, it's because of what do you say with because of? Who? Five G. What that five grants? Five G. Ain't hey, I don't do no five G. They may have five G, but that ain't the problem. Unqualified people based on color. Based on color. So Victoria's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Ron is not being honest or just don't know. Go ahead, Victoria. So you have people coming over there where you mm-hmm. live. And they work for yeah. the airlines and things like that, and they know that it's because of color and unqualified people.
5: Oh yes, and and uh, he said that, uh, that they've known about it for a while, and it's. I believe this five G thing that Ron was talking about. I think it's just a cover up for the FAA because. Uh, the member that I'm talking about, that works for a, a huge um, major airline, he said that they are worried. They truly are worried. Because, yeah, I would know, worry.
0: People be falling out of the sky because these people don't know yeah. what they're doing. Doing.
5: Yeah, yeah. And I, would, I really wish that the blacks would wake up, Jesse, because it, it you know, our country is in trouble. What wrong with it, the
0: blacks? <laughs> Well, they're spiritually
5: damaged, they're broken, and they don't know God, and that's as simple and basic as I can put it.
0: That's amazing. They
5: need to return to God, and that's, that's all it is. It's, it's doable, and they can do it. It's just that they're so full of hatred because it's been, you know, I think that since the 60s, you're right about it. You know, the commies have dug in deep. You know, it's a spiritual battle, and they're being used. Well, I, I'm a boomer. I clearly see that. Yeah. And if they would just wake up and return to the Father, you know, we could all live in peace. it would all you know? be
0: over, absolutely.
5: It would be over. Peace and it's on the Earth. battle that we all Yeah, it is. It truly is. So people have to look at it as a spiritual battle first. Yeah. And then everything will play out for itself naturally.
0: Well I I don't believe that Ron believe that when you ask no. well why are the play happening? Why is this happening? They're not going to say, "Oh, because we are hiring unqualified blacks and women." They're going to say, "Oh, it's it's uh, fiber G." They're not going to mm-hmm. tell yeah. you that it's because of the unqualified people. How can anyone? No, believe but that? it is. Yeah, Be it sure. truly is. So I'm
5: not flying.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I I'm am not, very I'm concerned scared to about death. Flying. <laughs> Me too.
5: I am. I'm concerned yeah. because my mom, my mom was in the airline industry for thirty years, and she's dead, so I can't ask her. She She did, (laughs) so it's like I, I just have I have, I'm gonna go to Israel. I want to go to Israel, but I'm gonna have to put that off until this changes.
0: Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, but I just wanted to call and let you know. I appreciate that. It's a concern. I don't think anyone believed Ron anyway when he said that. I I, I, I don't know why the black.
5: He's too into his blackness, but you know, hopefully he'll come out of it.
0: Yeah, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it, Victoria. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um so Nick is telling me that Fiber G thing is new cell phone towel technology. That ain't the problem, though. They may be having a problem with that, but that ain't it. It's unqualified people. Um thank you, Victoria. I really, really appreciate that. And I don't blame you. I would not fly to Israel right now. And I would recommend that everybody and their mama visit Israel. It should be one of the requirements and to give it, get it into heaven. If you don't visit Israel, you can't go to heaven. What the? Walk through the Bible in Israel. Let me go quickly to Alicia out of California. Alicia, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hello, Jesse.
3: How are you?
0: All is well, Alicia. Thank you for calling. You're welcome.
3: I go by Queen Mod Girl in your chat. I'm a oh. long time listener, second time caller. Right. On. I got a problem though. What? I'm half black and half slow. What do you think about mulattoes?
0: Oh man, I'm sorry to hear you about your woes.
3: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you
0: think about mulattoes? What is mulatto? What is your Yeah, mulatto. What's your opinion? Oh, is is a mulatto a half black half white person? Mm-hmm. Right. It sounds kinda of messed up to me. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're um, going or coming. Speak-
3: I know, right? I want to speak on these affirmative action black hires yes. that are running America. Yes. See, Jesse, yeah, it's all about color with them, emotionalism, virtue, sick quotas. It's not about education, merit, skills, experience. Yeah. This is why when they're elected and hired, America goes to ish. Okay, it never works out for them, never works out for the country because they're not qualified. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I and The uh, crime in Chicago never improved under Lightfoot. I'm glad she's gone.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, I remember, though, mm-hmm. before the Civil Rights Movement, blacks were qualified because they thought that right. individuals, they worked hard, they wanted to be the best that they can be. And they would, matter of fact, there was no one telling them they could not be, but they wanted to be, the parents taught them to be that way. I mentioned the other day that I saw this black woman uh, on Tucker Carson, and she was a doctor, mm-hmm. and they were talking about medicine, right? And she mm-hmm. was insulted, and she was an elderly lady, and she was insulted that they're letting these blacks into the medical world without earning it. They are getting there because they are black. And she was saying this is not going to be good for the medicine field. And as in essence, and she also said it's not, and she didn't quote, say it exactly the way I'm saying it, but she said it's bad that they were, that blacks would want to even do something like this and not qualify. It doesn't look good because you're not qualified. Blacks need to work hard and study and do like everyone else. We used to do that, but now they don't.
3: So, Jesse, you know, right, when you grew up, you were on a plantation doing sharecropping? Yes. Yeah, so back in um, Reconstruction era, blacks were better off than they are today before yeah. civil rights ruined it, created the welfare state, um, made blacks war to their blue states and cities, and crime went up. Fathers were kicked out of the homes, yeah. and a single motherhood took over. And see, that's the problem. But what's wrong with the blacks, Jesse? <laughs> Why won't they accept the truth
0: because about them? They don't, you know, they've heard the lies. Facts and
3: the data
0: they have heard lies for so long now. They don't want to accept the truth because white folks been giving them free stuff, affirmative action. They don't have to qualify for anything. And once you spoil someone mm-hmm. like that, they're not going to give that up.
3: And do you know that blacks and whites worked together during reconstruction? Yeah. When Republicans held the South before the Democrats came in, kicked them out, caused the troop, what do you call it, withdrawals. And then Jim Crow took over, you know, the segregation, the Democrats made it worse. Yeah. But see, blacks aren't data and fact-driven people. They're emotionalism and reaction. Actionary people—they don't go off data and stats and facts. Obama was a failure,
0: and then they say there's
3: a system of racism, white supremacy. But during Obama, uh, when Freddie Gray was killed, Obama was president. The mayor was black. The judge in the case was black. And three of the six officers Jesse charged were black. What system of racism, white supremacy? That's just a trope, a talking point in a lie.
0: Yeah. And it's set up mm-hmm. to control the blacks, and they don't know it. They don't realize how yeah, much they're controlled. Control. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Alicia, thank but let you. Let me S- just
3: say this. Yes. Amazing. The great white hope is Donald Trump. Okay?
0: <laughs> That's right.
3: And salute to Hake with a good hair, the fake anchor baby, <laughs> and I, I love your show, by the way, Jesse, the Fallen State and Um,
0: the Savage Moments and Get a Job channel in your show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Get a job is amazing. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate you. Amazing. Oh, let me see what the great White Hope has to say. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Amazing. Right on time. Let me uh, go. Oh, that's your super chat. Super, super. super. Super chat. Yes, sir. Alicia, that was perfect. Thank you. You're so right about that. Uh-uh,
2: uh-uh, uh uh-uh. Yes. All right. On Streamlabs, from Who's Your Bear, not Walter White. These actors are gross, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What a shame. Thank you.
2: And on oh, no. Rumble. You got to know how to rumble. Oh, yeah. From.
0: (laughs) Were you eating? Maybe. You got food on your mouth. Not maybe. (laughs) (laughs) The proof is in the (laughs) pudding. How's it look? It's clean. (laughs) It looks better. I open my mouth to the camera instead of the mirror. Yeah.
2: From. Deuce Sinatra.
0: (sighs) Deus Intra. Huh? Deus Intra. God within. And he called it Deuce Sinatra. Deuce Sinatra.
2: <laughs> Are you sure you didn't go to school with Joel? You know, I do it for entertainment, Jesse. Huh? I do it for entertainment. Oh, purposes. yeah. Okay. You know what it really was. Yeah. Would then, you rather be the one they hate?
0: <laughs> entertainment.
2: Or, <laughs> or the one they think is friendly? What? Would you rather be the one they hate or the one they think is friendly?
0: Is that a question? Neither. Good question, though.
2: Amazing. Thank you. And on Streamlabs from Prince Vibes, Jesus was an example of God. So, yes, the more I overcome, my oldest is changing, too. Self-reflection happens. My little one even heard me say I had nightmares. She said, stop thinking about it because you'll stay in your thoughts Turning back to God helps all.
0: Nice. Are they responding to the biblical question? I believe so. Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Amazing.
2: Yes. And thank you so much. That's all for now. Amazing. (laughs)
0: Amazing. Thank you all so much, all right? The hate report. And thank you all for supporting Bond at com. We couldn't get it done without you. Thank you. The hate report is coming up at the top of this hour, right at the end of my show. What are you talking about real fast? Uh, uh, a, it, a little hint. Well, I'll probably talk about the race thing a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, and health. Yeah. And health. I heard half the world's going to be fat by 2035. <laughs> Obese. That half of the are fat. Yeah. Amazing. So the hate report at 9 a.m., right at the end of this show here in a few minutes. Thank you. Emmanuel Fresno, California. You're on the
1: air. Go ahead. Hey, Jesse. How you doing?
0: All is well, sir. How are you? Good.
1: Good. Um, I kind of wanted to tell you, like, my... my I guess my, I don't know if you call it a revelation, but, like, I feel like everything you say, like, I can see it now. Like, um, long story short, like, I can see how the hatred that I had towards my mother and my father led to the hatred of, you know, going through the, the problems I had with my mother's child, which made me, I then turn my hatred towards my child. Like, it's so crazy. I remember when I first like had my child and all that. It's a long story. I wasn't there in the beginning. I didn't even know. I was living in Oklahoma, and she called me, and or welfare called me, and said, "Hey, you need to move back to California. You know, a kid." And I'm like, okay, whatever. So, um, I I would like I would treat my daughter as if she was my baby, as if she was the child's mother, and I would like push this hatred towards her. And then um, something happened, you know, I got in a pretty good car accident, and, you know, life changed and all that. But, like, I said, listening to you, and I started screaming and that kind of stuff. Like, wow, like, I'm really carrying the hatred of somebody else onto hey, mate, are you.
0: Hey, man, you on, like, a speaker for a Bluetooth or something?
1: No, I'm on the phone. Okay. I, 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 it's hard for me to hold it up to my ear and, and the mouthpiece at the same time.
0: Okay, go ahead. That, that's better. Don't move.
1: Okay. So I was able to see how I was pushing, passing on the hatred that I was carrying from my mother, my dad, my baby mom. And then it led to me pushing it onto my child. And like yeah. that really opened my eyes to, like, I don't love my child like I thought I did. I was doing things out of selfishness, you know, I went to court, like you say, not to. And I wasn't doing it to, like, I don't know, be the better parent. It was more now that I look back at it, I didn't want to be a deadbeat. You know, I was doing it for selfish reasons. Um, I wasn't putting the child first. You know, now that I can look back at it, now I'm like, I do it all differently. It's been about four years since I've, like, realized all this. Yeah. And so now, you know, I can treat her in a way that's right, you know, and I'm not carrying any anger, anger towards her, her mother, my mom, my dad. I apologize to my mother and my father. I haven't done it with my, my child's mother yet, but we are on way better terms now that I'm waiting for the right moment to like talk to her because it's amazing you know like she used to like hold the child against me yeah and like i'd have to jump their hoops and i was paying over two thousand dollars a month for one child just to be a part of her life for three weekends out of a month
0: what a wicked woman crazy Yep. what a mess yeah and you're right about if your heart is angry, you have anger in your heart, you have no love at all. And you're not going to be able to love, as you just said, your family. You're not going to love yourself. You won't love anyone. But once that spirit of anger is taken away from you, then you love all. As Christ said, you even love your enemy. And that you have no other choice but to love and it would be amazing to live that way. Your eyes was open. Once you wake up, you cannot go back to sleep. So you really bless yeah. Emmanuel to realize all that, man. And if you stay with it, you haven't seen anything yet. It gets better.
1: Yeah. Um I I I know this is like kind of a, a weird request or whatever, but like I I was thinking I was wondering if do would do you ever interview like anybody, like a full, like I don't know four-hour four interview, because, like, I feel like I want to tell you, like, my whole life, like, I can, I, when you say, like, you can see, I feel like I know what you mean now, like, I can see the role in, like, a lot of things, like, I, yeah. I know all these things, like, I hear people, like, on your show, be like, oh, no, you go an evil kid. Like, oh, like,
0: hey, <laughs> if they all they only knew. Yeah. email do me a favor yeah. uh give uh, uh, my producer your contact information don't hang up alright if you don't mind okay. alright okay. 888-77 oh we out of time 53773 that's the number but listen Become your own man. Become your own woman. Drop the anger. Forgive your mama, your grandmama, and return to your earthly father. You will never know God if you don't know your father. If you don't love your earthly father, you will never love God. It ain't going to work. You can go to church. You can read the Bible. You can be into whatever. But until you forgive your earthly father, you won't know God. In order to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive your parents. It's been amazing do the silent prayer www.silentprayer.video go and forgive and watch and let life happen give up and let it happen all right the hate the hate report excuse me the hate report is coming up now the hate report.com don't forget stream at 4 pm. On YouTube, the Ink Baby Show. So Kevin, a first-time caller out of California. Jay out of New Hampshire. Patrick out of Denmark. Wes, a first-time caller out of Georgia. Georgia on oh my mind. I am so out of time.
2: All right. Check. I had to get on track one time. Joel. Of here. Look, stand up, stand up. We got fighting to do. We gotta show him who, boss. He put a viking in you. He put that lightning in you. Igniting the truth. But you beg and blame and lying. Hey, you never want to stand for the truth. So what you planning to do? You understand? You better go talk to your mama. Better stop with the drama. Better drop all the trauma. Boy, you better stand up and up. Put your hand up and hut huh. Cause if you don't then
4: we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa.
0: Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself So I asked the question, are you better than a child molester? I've discovered over the 30 years of counseling, the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's missing, and I think because it's not taught in the homes or talked about, we don't have examples of it. right, is love. Our theme this year is to bring back Christianity, to love God with all our heart, soul, and might, our neighbor as ourselves, and uh, to endure. And there, when you're in a fallen state, people would judge the molester but think they're better than the molester. And I ask, well, why do you think you're better? What I realize, it doesn't matter what you think about yourself, or how much you have or don't have, or how you accomplish things in life or don't. If you have no love, you have nothing. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson and Hassan and Sean and Nick, for an excellent Get It Off Your Chest Friday. Very nice.